the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. Just call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. This is too loud, Milton. I is it too loud now? <laughs> All right, let me turn it down a little bit. All right, how's that? Is that better now that you can? Yeah, your, your for thing? our listeners, I was teasing Milton. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, we spent half the show trying to figure out. Yeah, why, that was fun. Why that was, mine was good radio? Working. All right, <laughs> now I can't hear you. So, all right, so two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, or come on by Millburgers and visit with us. It's a pretty day out here, sixteen zero four on Bull Verde Road, and uh, we uh, love to talk to you. Uh, have you ask your gardening question in person, and then. Oftentimes, if we're recommending a product, they've uh, you can just turn around and get it right here at Millburgers. Absolutely. Uh, like Trace was uh, that guy that came up, and he went. He was, he was trying to. He kept asking about the thing, and then Trace said, "I'll show you." And he kept asking more questions. It was like, <laughs> "I'll show you." And so finally, he he showed him. But good. Yeah. Well, well what's going on, gentlemen? How I are got you? excited. Well, good for you. What. What ca- I what, hope it doesn't what, turn your hair green. What's, what's the, no, they can't do that. It's either falling out or yeah. already gray. <laughs> Mandevilla? No. For, on Pink the, Mandevilla? On the, on the, on the, sitting on the ground. Zinnia? No. <laughs> sitting on the ground uh, right up there toward the uh, sales out. Check out. I, can't, I don't see anything. Just uh, uh Esperanza. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. Esperanza. He knew what I was talking about. I knew. Is, what is that, Milton? I'm guessing it's Lone Star because it's full of yellow blooms. Gold. Gold Star. Gold Star. What did I say? Lone Star. Oh, what is Lone Star? Lone, Besides a beer. It's a nursery. No, it's a nursery where. Oh, okay. This, uh, oh, okay. Gold Star was found. Oh, okay. So Gold Star Esperanza. By Greg. Okay. But that's particular one it's blooming his brains out right yes it is but it's not that's instant color for you if you want to got a it's not a gold star uh and yours i can tell it's called lydia l-y-d-i-a so it's labeled that it's lydia but is it it is a it is it is a seedling of gold star. Oh. Because nothing blooms. No Esperanza blooms like that. Okay. Except gold star. So uh, this this uh, nursery, I don't know which one they is, but uh, has grown out some seedlings. 
and pick the one that uh, usually about uh, out of if you're growing seedlings, about uh, one to or uh, two percent of them will have the gold, gold star traits. And so what they've done is uh, is grown out some seedlings and made a selection. And uh, they've made a good selection because it's full of blooms and they're in larger containers. Yeah. So you can set them on the patio. Y'all are fond of talking about instant color. Yeah, yeah. If you needed to brighten up your your yard, this is a great way to do it. But uh, you can tell it's not the original color, I mean, uh, Gold Star, because it's got a long tubular neck on it where a gold star has a shorter wider uh, neck on it under the flower kind of a stubby one like milton's right 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 right, right. but uh wait a minute it's (laughs) it's it's a good uh and see they they've uh they've trademarked that name lydia and uh oh okay it's trademarked but they, they wouldn't be able to do that had Greg trademarked Gold Star. And why didn't Greg trademark Gold I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Broke Joe, Joe Bradbury's heart. Oh. But uh, it, it'll work. It'll work. That's a, that's a good selection, and it's trademarked. And obviously, I, I don't know where Trace found it, but he, he's, he's magic for finding those plants. I tell you what, <laughs> this has been a time where those magic skills have had to come through because oh, yeah. uh, it's hard. I mean, Millburgers, you know, when you come into Millburgers, uh, you're going to find plants that you see here. Uh, you're going to find new things that you may not be aware of, but you're going to find the ones that you expect to find. But what you don't realize was in this day and age, uh, with all the stuff that's going on, that that's not an easy task to pull off. Oh, no. Hey, there's your shrimp plant. Yeah, people are buying that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I still I, I know you're going to get angry with me when I say this, but uh-oh. I still like the rust colored better. Paul Cox taught me that. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting that Paul Cox taught you that because usually if it didn't have thorns on it or something, he wouldn't recommend it. He liked the no ru- blooms. He liked the rust colored shrimp plant. Yeah. Which is the original? Is that the yeah the one yeah, that all these yeah. come from? Okay. I don't know where that yellow one came from. No, it's, it's awfully pretty, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's pretty. And uh, at one time, uh, Calvin thought it was deer-resistant. Calvin thought it was what? Deer-resistant. Oh, how in long his, did that in last? In his neighborhood. <laughs> how long did you Cause there was did a, take before there you? Was the lady that had them. We went out to visit her, and there's a deer path next to the planting. And they weren't eating them, but that didn't stay for very long. (laughs) Yeah, I guess guess I wonder what started them eating it. She she had that a couple of years, and they never had touched it. And then all at once, (laughs) they ate them to the ground. Mm. It's sad. But I I was out there looking at, at the okra. They got okra transplants. Oh, there. yeah. Trace mentioned that. Oscar? Yeah, got Oscar, but also they got... I bet the deer won't eat the Oscar. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if deer eat okra or not. I just can't imagine. <laughs> but, Calvin, just in case they do, guess what's out there, too? Ladders? 
Beck's Big Buck. Really? And transplants? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you can get a, a Calvin's favorite, uh, famous, wow. uh, and they call it Beck's Big Buck, B-U-C-K. Like oh, okay. Deer. Uh, huh. I don't know why they got that name. But, well, it's uh, kind of fun if you've never grown it. Uh, <laughs> is Because it, it? It, what, what was it? Weren't they? They were about 12 to 14 feet for that year. Uh, we, oh, yeah. We grew them. And, uh, yeah, you certainly had to, to lasso the plant <laughs> and pull it down <laughs> to harvest it. I wonder, I wonder if uh, they rub on it, you know, or some of the damage that... Uh, Deer oh, do the deer. is rub on things. I don't know. And they'll rub on uh, small esperanzas and things like that. That kind of kind of got a it'll bend on them and then get the velvet off, I guess. But anyway, that's interesting. And now, our local grower didn't grow uh, that Bexby. I don't know where to trace finally. Yeah. But... Uh, but that kind of explains why the, the person said... Did they say they got transplants of Bex? Yeah, maybe Remember? so. Yeah, that may so maybe somebody. Yeah, but capitalized it, it, on that. That that Oscar looks a gr- better better. It's a better plant than uh, Beck's big buck. <laughs> Triple B. But well, I find a, yeah, I find B-B-B. the Oscar is much more versatile too. It it, it it takes advantage of whatever conditions you've got. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, if Trace yeah. comes up, you can ask him. He's coming up now. He's Uh-oh. got something. Come on. Get ready. Oh, just to. Get ready. Uh-oh. Oh. What's wrong? Is it okay. time for a break? Go to break. Oh. Go to break. All right. Tra- we got to go to break uh. and uh, early. <laughs> no, we're not going to go to break. Oh, that's pretty. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, Is that? No. Is that the? No. The Esperanza? That, no. 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 You bought one, I think. Oh, I did. Cassandra. Yeah. I wonder if ours is still Sit in living. your closet. I mean, in your uh, trunk no, or where? It's, it's outside. Yeah, it's still in the back of the trunk. <laughs> well, what's going on, Trace? Welcome to the show. Good morning. Yes. Sir. Good morning. I guess it might be. I guess it's afternoon already. Actually, it is. It's yeah. uh, eleven <laughs> minutes into the afternoon. What, what happens when you've been here since seven? Yeah. Wow. Since seven? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, the good news is you only have to stay here another four hours, five hours, five hours, I guess. Huh. Does that no. make you feel better? No, that, well, that's not even the right answer. Oh, so you have to stay beyond. <laughs> we have customers, and I can't even contemplate closing things until the customers are Yeah, closed. there you go. So by the time I'm in my vehicle going home, it will probably be six. It's <laughs> a long day. We but were, anyway. <laughs> we were talking about uh, this Lydia, and I got the... That's a dwarf. This Lydia is a dwarf? Yes. Oh, how I interesting. It. Uh, well, it is. How tall does it say it's supposed to get? Uh, I didn't teeth the back of the. Okay. If off the top of my head, I think it's a three to four foot grower. Nope. It's got big flowers for a. How long has it been on the market? Four years. It was a plant of the weekend. Oh, was it? Uh, when we did that. Okay. I don't remember that one. Jerry would have. Seems like it. Jerry would have been really excited because he. Yeah. He's excited about Lydia. And it blooms. It blooms. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much like uh, Gold Star does, yeah. but doesn't get as uh, tall. It won't go over my fence? It, th- it shouldn't, okay. unless your wife is throwing the pot over. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wouldn't do that. 
That's it. It's in the, it's in the larger container, right? I think I had more than one size, but uh, I'll just say yes. There it is, sitting on the ground. Yeah. Uh, at the end of that. See the yellow blooms? If you're talking over there, those are Gold Star. Lydia would probably be over here. Somewhere. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. No wonder I like that. Right, now I'm a, now I gotta go find this exact size. Okay, <laughs> we'll we'll be here. Yeah, we well, we can talk about the uh, <coughs> butterfly plants that are here. Okay. Start yeah, we got. Up. We were talking about uh, the tropical milkweed, and there's still a huge selection of tropical milkweed. But of course, the the real star right now is the dwarf red porterweed. There's also a few of the uh, Regular size purple over there. If you uh, were used to getting both a couple of years ago, and uh, so there you could get both of those. But that red is unbelievable. And then there, there's uh, also the uh, oh, our um, help me on the blue flowers, Jerry. Oh blue really? Uh, no, no, the the, the, the oh, uh, butterfly. Uh, plumbago. No, the other one, the butterfly. Oh, the uh, that well, what we called an all-star uh, butterfly. Yeah. Butterfly bush, butterfly vine, butter no. blue butterfly plant. It's blue flowers, right? Yeah. Land of lakes. No, I can't believe you guys Did can't you remember that. that. <laughs> Land of lakes? No. Miss flower butter. Miss flower. Oh, miss flower. Oh, oh, okay. That's All right. That was. So I'm only half right. What happened? It's uh, maximum height six. Okay. That's about right. So if I have a short fence. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's okay, Trish. The deal. <laughs> Do they say where it came from? I mean, the genetics of it? It's got the patent thing on there. I'm yeah. I'm sure, sure you could, uh, uh, actually, with your phone, you can't. But I bet you Milton <laughs> can Google it. What am I Googling? Well, it's on the, I think it's on his tag where you can read the. Lydia? Lydia, yeah. Also, when I was walking up, I saw I saw okra over there. Yep, David yeah. David's okra, Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Oscar. But there's also one over there called uh, Beck's uh, Big Buck. It's got a so, different label on it. So that one grows two stories tall, right? <laughs> yeah, at least uh, to, even to even cow's place. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, that's interesting. Where where'd you get that? I don't remember. Oh, had to be from the herb supplier. Yeah, it's got the, uh, it's got some strange tags on it. Not like old Oscar. Did but it anyway, uh, did it inc include the steps so that you could go up like, <laughs> like in a treehouse? Yeah, those are extra, I think. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so this is Jack it, and the okra stock. <laughs> So yeah, if the, you, yeah, the I'm just full of bad puns. You today. are, man. <laughs> if you and I've been looking up uh, vegetable jokes for our contest. <laughs> you can't win. I want to be prepared. No, I just want to be prepared. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that was a category that could comp compete in. Okay. We uh, the uh, uh, yeah, this is type time to plant okra, and you can see both both kinds that we talk about on the show every now and then, and so I'm glad somebody. Plant one for fun and one to eat. <laughs> well, they're both good to eat. I, I liked them. I liked Beck's big, other than the fact that it got big over the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it's a big okra. That's for you if you'd like it. Bigger than a... 
I'm pretty sure I can't have this. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Bigger, okay. bigger than a, a well, it's bigger than a quarter, isn't it? The fr- the the pods on Beck's big, Bob well, Beck's big book. Uh, maybe fifty cents, <laughs> but anyway, it's a huge pod. Well, and it's a little. I, I find Oscar's a little easier to harvest in terms of the crisp, staying crispy. Yeah. And Won't tempt you. Well, you know, uh, Beck used to say <laughs> that uh, if you can't snap it off, you know, it, it bend the, bend the pod and snap it off from the from the stalk, that it's probably over mature. Yeah. Then he would throw it in one of his barrels. Yeah. For the seed source. But I'm glad somebody else is saving the seed. That's good. And uh, David's kind of taken, David Rodriguez has kind of taken the Oscar okra thing over. Well, he wanted one he could harvest. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. I I didn't say that. No, you say worse than that. (laughs) Bad pun day. Um, speaking of David, we want to remind you that we have uh, lots of peppers. We do. Gold Star, Gold Star Hot, and Lajo Hot, right? But no Lajo Sweet. No Lajo. Well, yeah. Lajo has been mild, but it's never been a Lajo Sweet. Oh, okay. Well, what is the difference between sweet, mild, and hot? Or did I answer my own question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, there is no such thing as sweet Lajo. Now, but there's a lot, sweet. A lot, a lot of people. But now the real Grande Gold left there. Peppers, I think. Yeah, they describe those as sweet. And they're great. I mean, the plants are, are wonderful. So uh, if you hadn't gotten the real Grande Gold and help us save the seed, uh, you might want to come over and, and get some plants now. This, this is a good time to plant peppers and okra. As hot as it is. Well, and they do great in a container, too. If yeah. You got, if you got, uh, oh, yeah. They're pretty. A, yeah, a five-gallon container or bigger <clears throat> can he, uh, grow them very precisely. Yeah, he could have released that as an ornamental pepper, but he wasn't. <laughs> and he had other things that even were even prettier than uh, than real grindy gold. You're talking about Malcolm? No, I'm talking about uh, Ben Villon. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Pepper breeder. I was still on the okra. But he wouldn't. <laughs> I went nuts when I, I went down to look at his plots, his planting plots, because there was some screaming things out there that he, he should have released as an ornamental. And they were virus resistant. Hmm. Somewhat. But uh, he he wouldn't hear of it. I mean, he was in the developing one that could go on the market. Um, anything new and exciting coming in, Trace? Yeah, but I can't remember. Uh, Standard Yopon Holly, prior to Houston. We haven't had any little ones. Oh, We're going to yeah. have some probably Wednesday or Thursday. Um, uh, we got Standard. Somebody was asking me if we got the uh, Standard Burford. We got, I know we got the Dwarf Burford. Really we, nice looking No, plants. but we, we do have some... Uh, some odd ones that we don't normally get in small pots, like Nellie Stevens. We finally got some in small pots. Oh, great. That'll help somebody, especially in the hill country where they're uh, in the rocky soil. <laughs> and uh, 
we always tell people, go out and dig the hole before you come and buy the plant because you buy one of those <laughs> five or, or 10 gallons or 20 gallon uh, where you where you got those uh, plants in and three, uh, right three now years? right now fives and thirties. Oh, geez. I don't even want to think about digging a hole for a thirty. But uh the five even the fives, uh in some places in the in right. the area. You wanna be on the radio? Hard Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless you're paying in cash. Come no, on. No, no, sir. that's okay. We we can help you either way. You don't have to be on the air. Uh, that's all right. Come on up. This I'll guy, call. this guy works for the, the place. Okay. All right. At least, uh, at you, you didn't. You tried. I did. Yeah. At least you didn't wave at Calvin like that. Uh, with way. that, yeah. just that one finger. Uh, yeah. Why was the deal with that? I was going to make that joke too. Uh, that actually <laughs> wasn't a joke. That really happened. <laughs> that really happened. She got upset with Calvin. And I didn't get a picture of it. No. Uh. No, Calvin we did nothing wrong. <laughs> the heck, he didn't. <laughs> he did not. What would it? What would make that woman do that to Calvin? She just, might just like road rage, you know. Uh, <laughs> she had, she had, she had gardening rage. Okay. She, she didn't like butterflies. <laughs> no, that's right. Okay. Talking, talking about. Um, what did you find out about Lydia? I know you pulled it up. Okay. So. Um, I don't know. I got lots of websites. Well, what was I looking for specifically? Go to, go to Greenleaf's website. Tell oh, you. okay, okay, okay. I saw that. Greenleaf Nursery. Okay. How did you know I found it? <laughs> because you started talking again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hybrid yellow trumpet-shaped flower. Uh, spring through blooms spring, spring through fall. fall ah. A restrained grower reaching six to feet tall and five feet wide. Wow. Restrained. Makes an excellent specimen for a fountain plant or a container shrub. Uh, cold hardy to 20 to 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Likes lots of sun. So that means, wow, so it can get down to 20? Maybe that means, I don't know. Just yeah, a gold star can do that too. But it just has to come back, right? Yeah. Okay. But it'll freeze to the well, ground. That's all well, it'll, yeah, if it gets down yeah, that's to all 32, it it'll freeze to the ground. USDA zone Z9? Zone 9? Yeah, zone 9. What are we? You, uh, we're 8 or 9. Okay. Well, it depends on the map. So we're oh, either okay. uh, 8B or 9A. Right. And it has Tacoma stands, TEC 60109105. I don't know what that all that means. No. But on other places, it, it talks about Lydia Tacoma Esperanza. What is, or yeah, this is Lydia Tacoma slash Esperanza. Okay. So what does the Tacoma mean? Tacoma it's a genus. is a genus. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this plant's very smart, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, uh, it's a genius? Much smarter than the. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, hey. that just hurts. <laughs> All right. I got. <clears throat> Uh, uh, Let's take a quick break while Trace does his thing. Okay. Because we're up against one. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're taking a break, Trace. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening 
Morning South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace is up on the porch with us. Trace, you want to tell people who you are because they think you just wander up here every now and then? I, I do. I just wander around. You just wander around Millburgers All day every long. day? Yeah, that you do wander around. Answering questions. And you refuse to... Uh, to wear a pedometer, so we don't know how many steps you take. Don't, uh, want, I don't, don't want to know. I don't blame uh, you. <laughs> you uh, we were just, Trace runs the joint here. We were just bra- uh, bragging on you for being able to find so many plants during this yeah. bad times. I was saying that the nursery, people will come and expect what they normally expect this time of year, but that's no easy task for no. you to do. Well, it's never an easy task. Oh, okay. So every week is a new challenge. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the first there was no plants available, and yeah. now it's no no trucks to deliver them, right? Well, that's that's the problem with house plants. Yeah. So uh, the other stuff seems to be getting better every time, but uh, good. Oh, another hummingbird moth got eaten. What? Oh yeah, look at him tearing him to pieces. Yeah, that's just sad. At least he didn't just gobble them up in one. Well, he's still killing them. He yeah. is still killing them, yeah. No. What we're talking about is a grackle that it's caught. It is a hummingbird, hummingbird moth, moth, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. not a hummingbird. <laughs> no. Okay. But that's a, that's a young one, too, the one young that's trying grackle? to peck on the citrus. Oh, okay. We don't get that question a lot now for some well, reason. Because most of the citrus trees died in the year before. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, give, give them a five, ten years, and uh, you'll start getting that question, question? Uh, every ten minutes. I must have heard us talking about him. He flew off. Mine, mine's uh, Well, you guys were moaning and groaning about the lack of supply, but if you look out here at Millburgers, yeah, uh, that you wouldn't know. No, you would not. That's the that's the I'm, thing. I'm lucky I have hair, uh, <laughs> but what I do have is definitely more gray every day. Okay, but you know we were, we were the, talking about the customers don't care about that. They no. just want to know what they can find what they can find. Yes. Yeah, we're kind of talking about a ton of begonias. We're talking um, there's whoppers. No, oh, the whoppers good. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, we're talking about the butterfly plants that we, um, tropical spli- uh, uh, milkweed. Did y'all see those Boston ferns and macho ferns? Um, There's some, some few macho ferns left there. In a hanging basket, but they're hanging? four feet wide. Mm-hmm. Wow. Straight out of Florida. That's impressive. Are those those here, or there did some well, are here? There was a few hang. Well, there's one right there in the corner of the building. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> big. Yeah, it is big. It's <laughs> it's bigger than the others. It's a little perkier too. It stands straight up more. Seems like it. That that uh, I mean by imagination. That beautiful. So those of you who don't know what macho <laughs> fern looks like, it looks just like a holly fern. Okay, but, but oh. tropical. Yeah, that beautiful red mandevilla out there. It's, it's calling to me. Can you hear it, Trace? It's calling Cherry. to me. Cherry. And the one that amazes me is the pink one. The uh, first one that's yeah. It's got got smaller blooms than the other mandevillas, but there, there's a bunch of them. There's, there's twice or uh, three times as many blooms on that thing. As is on the other colors, and then they got that mix out there. That that mix is calling my name too. But uh, anyway, that's three sales. Thank you. Yeah. People are <laughs> people are uh, 
are getting that red. I don't know why people like red so much. You know, it looks like they get tired. They do. And you got a few <laughs> vincas. <laughs> you got red vincas? You only know what I had to go through to get those vincas. Really? Oh, no. no it's Sleepless not, nights. Not oh, off no. is it? Well, the, the ones that are really uh, showy are the are those pure white ones. They're unbelievable. And they're in uh, large containers. There's about, uh, Jerry would love them there little bit more money but there's five or six different plants yeah in there and it's hard to i've i bought them when they didn't when there wasn't <laughs> as many white ones here in the single pots and things and uh and it's, it looks they look so cool with those big yeah. three gallon containers <laughs> that i hate to break them apart but yeah relatively easy to do that if you want to they yeah. uh but didn't didn't we originally have a, a lot of those whites? We've had them. We've had I mean, streaks. Right of before it. you got them. So you know what the second most popular color is? The what? You know what the second most popular color is? What? Is it white? It's white. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I guess you could use that vinca in a semi-shaded area. Yeah, it does pretty well. Morning, it does well with morning yeah. sun. Of course... Anything does well when it's 95 degrees out there. Yeah. They'd rather be in morning sun than yeah. full sun. Wait a minute. Have we got those uh, impatience in yet, those heat-tolerant uh, impatience? There's a few of them okay. still left. Okay. Uh, they're the ones that uh, yeah, don't yeah. have any blooms they're, left. They're the there. ones that are out there in the sun on that last table on the oh, right. Okay. And, they, yeah. and they are blooming. Now, they're uh, also right over there by... Yeah, I guess we don't want to start that discussion again. Uh, sweet taters. <laughs> oh, Lord. Ornamental sweet potatoes. Yeah. But that's a, that's a nice plant, too. And uh, really make, can perk up a, a landscape if you're looking for something a little different and for a ground cover. Four-inch pot regularly $1.99 on sale for 3 for $5. Is the maroon there, too, or is it just yeah, the oh green? Oh, yeah, it's there. The what? It's there in all in all a lot of sizes. Yeah, cool. There in four inch, and they spread pretty fast. Yeah, they're good. Did y'all want to talk about the top tomato contest coming up June fourth here at Millburgers? The no. original top tomato contest. No, I, I think you're being tested, Milton. Uh. Yeah, I think so. I'm always being tested every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you can take. They're just trying to trip you up. Uh huh. But I think well, you're gonna, but I think so, you're going to do okay. But some of the uh, f- the photograph is not. The picture taker was not yeah. the best one for judging picture. from a picture. I wonder who took that picture. Hmm. I think he took it just for you. All right. Did you want me to take? Yes, now, did yes. one Did one of these win, or do you want me to? What, what is your? So this uh, is on PlantAnswers.com. It's the one with the uh, bougainvillea behind it. Yeah. This is uh, what the the large tomato. Yeah, it must be. So they got three of each. So that's a uh, large or medium. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's a good sign. They, they at least brought the right number. Right. Yeah, but they got one, one little one and, and both all I, I'm just happy they could count. Uh, <laughs> well, this is just a, is this just a small sample of the oh, yeah. program. I mean, there could oh, be. Yeah. We, we have had years where we're, we haven't all agreed on what the winning Oh. Tomatoes should have been. I'm not sure everybody ever agrees. Well, yeah, we disagreed just because David's doing the judging. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, we. But he really messed up last year. 
Oh, the la- last time we had it. It's relatively easy to get the right one that, that's the largest tomato. Yeah. Because all of us generally you agree on that. Weigh it. Weigh it. But uh, when we're talking about, the, you know, uniformity and, right. and color and lack of uh, bl- uh, blemishes. <laughs> oh, well, what is that stem thing that we're having? Milton, tell us about that stem. So they have to have... The stem on each one has to be fresh and green and cut well. cut uniformly. Cut even. uniformly. Why, okay. Why, why do they say that, Mel? Well, so you, they, yeah, you don't just go get store bought ones. There and you go. Them on a <laughs> no, who would do that? What's that? Who would do that? Nobody. Uh, oh, they have done that. Oh, really? Oh my goodness. Oh. Half half of half jokingly, they have done some of them. But anyway, that's yeah. uh, I, all, all the pictures that were taken uh, are on plantanswers.com under the, uh, under the headline, uh, under the topics of the topic of the month. And I won't, I won't trace to notice the, uh, the, way, the name I put on it. Mailburgers Landscape and Garden Nursery Original. Okay, I like that. In so caps. Far. In caps. Mm-hmm. Uh, top tomato contest on June fourth, twenty twenty-two. So uh, yeah, I put that in there to make Trace happy. That's true. We were. But uh, <laughs> I, you, you, you know, y'all were talking about the photographer on that. Uh, have you? Have y'all got any other pictures of the top of, cor- of course not. Oh. Uh, somewhere around here I have pictures of the winners. Do you? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, we put, I know at some point we were putting the winners on the, our our website and I think Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Probably with the, with the winning tomato and the person, if I remember yeah. correctly. Maybe even, maybe even handing them a gift certificate. <laughs> Did the same photographer take those pictures? No. Uh, no, no, we no. don't trust that photographer. <laughs> no, that's a shame. That'd be, sta- that'd be Stacy. <laughs> uh, or Kim. Okay. Have uh, your, your young lady in here put, put it on your website yet with all the prices and then. Well, I, th- I thought she did, but uh, Milton's shaking his head. So I'm not uh, seeing it if it's there. Okay. Stacy. So she will. Right. But anyway. We'll uh, make a point. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, I sent her all the pictures I had. Jerry, will you look in that article in our article today and see if there is a uh, a uh, mention uh, of that? The, ex- the Express News uh, gardening tasks, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Wait a minute. No. Uh, this Week in the Garden by Calvin. Yesterday's paper. It is tomato harvesting time, which means it's also tomato contest time. Check with your garden club and favorite nursery for the timing and rules. Uh, one of the best known is the top tomato contest. At Phoenix Garden Center from 9 to 11, uh, June, June 11, no, yeah, uh, uh, it said he gave the, uh, Bear County, uh, the Bear County, uh, URL. 
Is it not on? Is not 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 have Milburgers on there too? No. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and while we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m., the answer. Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Did, did he want to ask his question on the air? Oh, all right. He's talking to Jerry. While he does that, I will tell you about second nature, compost, soils, and mulches. What kind of job do you have coming up in the garden? Are you trying to put down mulch to uh, keep the, uh, the plants uh, uh, growing and cool and comfortable and watered and uh, moist? You're trying to put down compost. You're trying to put down soil. Well, Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch can help you. Uh, they do a great job and have some terrific product out there. Uh, they come from a long line of folks in San Antonio that have done this. Now they're doing it right there on Nelson Road. You can go to the website, secondnaturecompostsoilandmulch.com, and learn more. They deliver. You can go pick it up yourself. Uh, and... Um, they uh, have, even have a project planner so you know exactly how much to get. So go to the website. It's txcompost.com, txcompost.com, to learn more about uh, what they've got there. And uh, give them a call tomorrow, 210-960-8440. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, or toll-free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right. I've got Trace back up there with us. Oh, did you bring the Cassandra up for a reason? It was in my. It was broken off and it was in my hand. Oh, okay. It's a pretty plant. So there's something coming up next Saturday. There is? Yeah. Okay. Um, sales tax. Oh, are we a, having the break? Yes, the, we are. What's it called? Is that what it's called? Sales I tax weekend. Yeah. So what does that mean? That means. Well, I have to go the, Google it. So it's been a whole year since I, this, this has happened. So I don't remember everything. Yeah. Okay. But well, uh, I believe we're doing the, a discount for the to offset the sales tax. Oh, I don't know what that means. Well, we're hitting either no. Ta- we're hitting no tax on. Okay. Oh, okay. Stuff. Oh, for every for every item. Pretty sure it's most everything. There might be some stipulations. That, that didn't have anything to do. I remember there was somewhere. Turf and. Uh, turf and. Uh, there you are, better. Fertilizers or. Yeah. I remember there being some stipulations. Well, that we'll didn't have, have to do with conservation or anything? Or no. Okay, is that another weekend? I don't. I, we're, we're researching it right now. Okay. We just but that's to good pause. to know. Okay. That's a, that could be a good savings depending on how much you buy. It could. Yeah. I mean, I'm buying one or two, so some even, and I like savings. That's good. So yeah, but you really need to get in the habit of doing buying one or three. Not I one know, or two. three or more. That's why the sweet potatoes were like, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. So that's all weekend, Saturday and Sunday, or we're doing research. We're doing research. Okay, our research is on it. So our cra- uh, Cracker Jack. Research yes, our team. Cracker Jack research team is finding out. All right. Well, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867. What else is going on, Calvin? 
What are you doing in your garden? Okay. Well, I was planting porter weed, of course. Okay, yeah, you were giddy yesterday. And uh, uh, one of the issues is that uh, with the two, two February freezes we had, a lot of my uh, clay containers, you know, the brown, the normal old-fashioned yeah. containers, have been uh, broken by the, the freezes. Oh wow! So so you you lose you lose a number of them, and then so I was kind of kind of redoing uh, plant. I got quite a few plants on the uh, patio and containers and things. So eventually I'll find enough space for everything, but uh, uh, some adjustment. And if, you, if you're if you in that situation, uh, Milberg is a good place to come because they've got a lot of cho a lot of containers to choose from. Uh, and uh, fancy ones and uh, plainer ones. And, um, and so we, we talked about different vegetables you can grow now. That we, you know, we talked about okra and the peppers. What else can people... Grow vegetable-wise. Now's a good time for okra peppers. Uh, let's see, tomato. It's probably we're at the end of the uh, tomato. I think if they're not growing them now, that's yeah. probably too late to. Um, and let's see. I can't. Th I'm not. Can't think of anything. A lot of other things. What about now. the watermelons, the squash, the you cucumber? Try, try the, Is it too uh, late or too early or? The, squ the squash. And the cucumber. Yeah, what about my tatumas? Should I plant them now? You should have planted them on Monday. Okay, too late? Well, but I, yeah, with this, especially with this heat. Uh, but there, we do have uh, transplants yeah. at the nursery. You could, uh, you could try it. If the weather cooperates, you could uh, harvest, to, you know, some squash still. What about watermelon? Maybe yeah, not by seed. Sometimes we get transplants here. Yeah, there's... Uh, so you could, we're, we're kind of we're kind of stretching. Yeah, we're kind of at the end of those, the season. Oh, of, okay. Of those, but the planting, not the growing. So I mean, because I mean, watermelon's a summer crop, right? Yeah. Okay. But uh, it's a crop that would be, be best if you planted it in April or. Somebody asked me. Uh, they were. I was. Uh, up at the station, and we were talking about gardening, and they asked about black-eyed peas, uh, and do they remember growing them and sitting up there shucking them and getting them, but they said they don't know. They they thought they planted them just by the, uh, you know, just the seeds they got at the, uh, or just the peas they got at the grocery store, and um, but I couldn't remember. I remember we sat up here one time. Were those black-eyed peas that we were shucking on the porch a long yeah, time? Yeah, well, we, we the seed racks here at Milburgers, there's a number of different kinds of uh, southern peas. And, those they, are southern. and they, can, they can, in fact, be planted. Remember, Milton, we used to recommend at the youth gardening programs, the oh. classroom garden program, uh, in the raised beds, plant southern peas uh, so that you don't have the Bermuda grass take over the Really? Yeah, southern peas are uh, pretty vigorous, and they can cover a lot of territory, and they kind of shade out, do a good job of competing with uh, Bermuda grass. So oh, that's interesting. When the kids come back in the fall, the gardens are, uh, if, if they were able to, you know, if the janitors was able to give them okay. water or something, then they, they just pull the southern peas out. But 
Another thing is you can uh, harvest, you know, the typically you uh, let the peas, uh, pods get uh, uh, mature and then and hard, and then you use them. But it also works to treat them like What's uh, that? green peas, just like uh, green beans. Yeah, that's... And that you know, then you don't then you don't have to shuck them. You just harvest them when they're in the pods, when they're just uh, they're showing the shape. Uh, so that that's a that's a, a good plant and a nutritious plant. Yeah, easy to grow. Lots of choices. Yeah, gosh. I think um, speaking of Johnson City Joe, I think that he was trying to encourage me to to grow those because they're easy and they're fun and. Uh, they have pretty blooms, I think. Good for you, yeah. Yeah. So when do you plant? When would you plant black-eyed peas? You get the su- you get the seeds here. Right over. now. Oh, right now is a good time, really. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And, and you you know you got some flexibility. You could plant them a little later, but full uh, sun. Full sun, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Something to climb on. Um, that doesn't need to be anything to climb on. It can, okay. it can be though. But if you've got plenty of uh, space, you just let them. You know, if you're if you're using them as a, a ground cover, too, then you want them kind of flat on the ground. To, you know, if you want to, if you're trying to prevent the the weeds in your raised bed garden, then you want the southern peas to cover cover the ground so that the, okay, oh, the, okay, so that the Bermuda Bermuda grass doesn't uh, get any sun. So. So you don't have to stalk them or whatever it's called. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. Oh, that's good. You don't okay. have to have, have them on a. Makes it hard to grow them easier if you just let them uh, run on the ground. Talking yeah, about southern Mil- peas. Mil- Milton is trying to figure out what to grow. He wants. We talked about okra and peppers. Trying to figure out what else there was that you could plant right now. Southern peas. We were talking about and. Uh, southern peas. Do, 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 do. No. Who's going to pick them? Well, ah. you can just pick them. Uh, you don't have to. You can pick them like green beans. That's yeah. much easier. But who's going to pick them? I'm, I'm sure I will. Okay. <laughs> you know, How do you know when they're done? <laughs> well, they look when they look like green beans. Okay. <laughs> you know, if, they gotta, if they're in the pod, they don't even need to have much... Uh, Distinction, you know, be with uh, uh, the peas in there. But if you got a little shape, then they're ready. Yep. Uh, uh, oh, there's your. I finger. always think about my experience with uh, the farmers who versed us out on 35 South. Uh, I told I w- they were selling peas in the in the, sh- in the hole, and I told them I said. You people need to get a pea sheller, you know, automatic sheller. And, uh, and, of course, they were selling all the peas that they could get because people like those. Well, and this, quite often the shelling is the limiting factor. Yeah, yeah. That's what I told them. I said, listen, guys, you're selling a lot of peas now, but uh, if you had a sheller, You'd sell the hell out of it. Well, you didn't have to. You could keep selling after the. Oh yeah. Because they, 
Yeah, and the, everything you think they stop store so, so so long too. And being a typical farmer, you know what they said? They said, "But what are we going to do with all the hulls?" They they were looking at the hulls as a problem. We're selling all those peas. You had to dispose of them, or what? Was yeah. The, what well, was the same so, thing as uh, live oak leaves, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So they they it dawned on them that they raised hogs for the 4-H and everything else. So they started feeding the hogs to the hogs, which made everybody happy. Uh-huh. And that that uh, we talked about live oak leaves versus uh, uh, southern pea pods. There's a lot more nitrogen in the southern pea pod oh, than, yeah. than a live oak leaf too. So and in hogs, your compost hogs pile, hogs love them. Or even horses, horses hmm. love them. But uh, uh, so I said, we need to get a. You need to get a shallow, which means we need to get a shallow. Uh, <laughs> and they say, oh, we're selling more peas than we can find. In other words, to buy them from farmers, because they're they're not fun to pick, Melton, are we? But uh, uh, so they they said, well, we don't need a shallow. I said. I'm, I know you don't need a shower, but I'm the one that needs a shower. For, so I won't have to shell those peas. And uh, so finally they got a l- little shower, and then they graduated up to a big one, hmm. a big shower, and sold the hell out of those peas. Well, I see. You were right. <laughs> and I would since you Did they give you credit for? <laughs> no. Oh. And, to, and since you're from Louisiana, I was all excited to tell Joe Bradbury, my good friend, that we had a pea sheller now. I can bring you shelled peas. And you know what he said? He said, I don't, I like to shell them. I like to sit out on the porch. Oh, okay. Think of all the people when you were growing up. That sat out on a porch on a cool afternoon. Mm, not a one, but and I picked it. and and uh, well, that too, Calvin. A uh, little, little, little encouragement, drinking. Oh, a little, a little okay. Bit Lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he said, "I like to shell the peas, shell those peas till my fingers bleed." Yeah. Ugh. You know what cured me? No it cured house. me of that. I always thought of that too, <laughs> you know. When I, I was do, traveling um, at that point, and uh, I was shelling them, I thought, "Gosh, that's kind of fun just to shell them as I'm, I'm driving." There you go. But I went on this like six-hour drive. When I got done, I had about this much is all shelled, yeah, and it's kind yeah. of discouraging to <laughs> all that time and only get a, a, a little, pint um, shell. But I, hey, we need to take a break. I, I so can I hardly wait to grow yeah. right. those peas. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on the We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. We're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Bull Verde Road. And we encourage you to give us a call at 210 308 
210-308-8867, or come by and ask your gardening question in person here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. We've had two questions. I don't know what Jerry was answering a moment ago. Calvin's answering some uh, a question about tomatoes now, and so we'll find out more about that in a second. But We have had a lot of people coming in with uh, blossom end rot. Yeah, we got, we were getting questions about that, and do so you want to discuss that? Is that primarily in containers, or uh, every, pretty much everybody I talked to it was in a container? But you can have it happen in the ground too. So, what does blossom end rot look like? Uh, it looks like darkened, sunken areas on the bottom of the tomato. And if I remember correctly, it tends to ripen like really early. I so don't. I don't know if that really matters. I can't can't imagine you can eat it. No, it, but it's. I remember on mine, it was like you would you'd look. Oh, my tomatoes are already ripening, and then I'd bring them in here to brag, and you got blossom end rot. That's why they ripened. It's certainly possible. So, uh, but uh, okay. So, what causes that? Well, in my mind, two possibilities: one unlikely, one more likely. Could be a calcium deficiency, but there is lime in our water. So, oh, did you, hear, of, you hear that? A lot of circumstances. Oh, they, they bought the. Uh, they heard it on the air, and they <laughs> bought the. the uh, is that the fern? Is that that's the? Some, that's the macho. Yeah. Oh, very cool. All right, you're you're welcome. That's neat. We they still got, had more. They got excited about. Yeah, coming they home. came yeah. to get one. Yeah, it is it, that one's huge. We, we still have more. <laughs> okay. They're, they're we, we had uh, a, a gardener that I was talking to was uh, worried about his uh, rodeo tomatoes. They weren't setting any fruit. They're five feet tall at this point, so they're and, they, and they're not under trees, right? That's right. That's right. He he says they're not. He says he grows tomatoes every year, and he has for a long time. And so they're uh, and his BHN 968s and his Ruby Crush are doing great, uh, but he doesn't have any other large tomatoes to compare them to. So hmm. I told him, well, let's let's give him a couple more weeks and see what what happens. We haven't. I told him we haven't had any other. Reports of uh, of them non-productivity, not but but and also they are not. I was trying to remember. I'll have to go look at mine and see. I don't, they certainly mine don't have a lot of real noticeable fruit. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, my tycoon's got a few on there. And yeah. So and Trey said that we were just talking about this that there's a lot of folks coming in with blossom and rot. So Trace went over some of the symptoms that you might see. Is it blossom or blo- bosom? I think it's blossom. Blossom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, and what causes that? Uh, calcium deficiency is possible, but the most likely thing in my mind is inconsistent watering. Okay, so. And sometimes it's almost impossible if you got the, this weather going up and down, especially when they're in containers. Yeah, the containers, Trace said almost everyone had been a containerized tomato. But, but almost everybody I talked to watered at night. Oh, is so that bad? Plant, well, the plant stays wet, and then it actually needs it during the day, and by then oh. it's already gone through everything. So by the time they get home, it's wilted again, Oh. and they got to water it again. Okay. So I mean, some of it is they tried to grow a big tomato in a little pot, and that's awfully yeah. hard to do. Yeah. yeah. That's almost always going to lead to a blossom end rot. So ha- half whiskey barrels what I would be in, or a, like a molasses drum, something that's going to have uh, a quantity of soil. Okay, and probably one plant per yes, whiskey barrel? Yep. Okay. 
Well, how many would you put in there? I don't know. I'm asking. Some people oh. might they might put two in there. No, three. Three. They might put are three. You in there. You're, you're there teasing, are you serious? Right? There uh-huh. are there are people that do that, Calvin. Uh. <laughs> and then, uh, so when should you water? You mentioned don't water at night. Well, when is you the, do what you have to do? If it's an emergency situation, you do it. But uh, realistically, always check them in the morning. Okay. Put your finger in up to your knuckle. If okay. it's cool or damp, then it might be okay. If it's not, it's time to water. But if you got enough soil to hold enough water, it it could be every day. It could be every other day as we approach these warmer temperatures. Well, well in, I was, in a I was, container, I think I was thinking, off yeah. watering every day. Can you overwater it in this weather in a container? Not if they're not if it's good soil. That's okay. Well drained soil. Uh, fertilization is another. And then issue. I was trying to remember too. Is it? Because the one when I had it, it was like the little tomato that all of a sudden started ripening. The rest, rest of them were green, and this one was started ripening. Mike was like, "Oh, I was so excited!" <laughs> and then Jerry just squashed my hopes of him, <laughs> saying, "You got blossom end rot, fool." <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah, now you wouldn't say it that way. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to guess the rotting side gave off gas that caused the top of the tomato to. Ripen faster. Yeah. Really? What yeah. a what a good it, guess. Nice job. I was just, I was just guessing. In the, it, it, anything that damages the fruit makes it uh, give off ethylene gas. Okay. Way to go, Trace. Which Nice job. You know your stuff. <laughs> um, are you are you getting anything? And you mentioned calcium deficiency. Well, it it could happen. Yeah, Yeah. that's related to the water, too. Oh. Because the the calcium has to be transported in the the water stream. Is that where I've heard, like, doing Epsom salts or something? I remember David talking about magnesium sulfate would lessen your chances. Okay. I'm not sure the reasoning. Epsom salts shouldn't be a factor. No. Uh. But there's a lot of good gardeners that swear by Epsom salts. So oh, really? So we don't we don't moan and groan about it too much. If they, you know, if they're producing great tomatoes, <laughs> and that, that's one of their favorite things to add. Yeah, do it. And uh, what phase of the moon should I plant them by? Oh, uh, what did the guy say yesterday? Uh, oh, that's right. That stuff is uh, the first of the fifteenth, and then yeah, y'all gonna stay up and watch the lunar eclipse tonight? No. Okay. Unless it happens. In my bedroom. <laughs> no, I doubt that. Uh, <laughs> some, you, somebody you, could cut a hole in your ceiling. Yeah, you could. You could watch it on TV my, I'm, or my, on your computer. My, cra- my crazy son gets on the roof of our house. I, if I got on the roof, I probably couldn't get back off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if it'll be going on at 2 o'clock when, you're, uh, when you get up normally. <laughs> Don't tell all my secrets, man. Oh, okay. What's he do at 2 I'd, o'clock? Go through the seed refrigerator? No. You're a, urinate. I can't. Oh, well, I uh, wasn't going to say it. You're just, you, well, I, I, I'm regular. You set, you set an alarm mean? for that? or No. No. His body just says, hey. I got an alarm between my legs. Here. His body says, hey. Well, <laughs> well, well good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do I need to expand? No, no you do not. Yeah. Please do not. All right. But we'll get you some debate. Moving on from the uh, eclipse. I think it's already started. It's <laughs> uh, Calvin said, in this week in the garden, in most cases, area lawns are ready to utilize the nutrients in fertilizer on or about 
May 1st. It's low-release lawn fertilizer such as 19.59 is usually effective and environmentally appropriate. If your real grass is growing enough to be mowed, apply fertilizer now. Um, my, I've let my lawn, or Jeremy has let my lawn go large, high, and uh, of course I haven't watered it, but uh, that that high grass is wilting, is uh, curling, you know, like. Is cook. it actually San Augustine? Yeah. But uh, my, I always pictured you with a riding lawnmower and an umbrella stand. I had, I always had a riding lawnmower. <laughs> and uh, over the time when I owned the lot next door, and uh, a friend of mine gave me a rider lawnmower, brand new lawnmower. He heard me talking about it on the radio, and uh, sent somebody. <laughs> Over there to mow my lawn and also give me a ride or more. That was Joe Bradbury. He he was a friend. (laughs) But anyway, uh, Jeremy's using a push. And uh, so it's it's doing pretty well. I got to figure on the push mower. You know, they they have us count steps for... uh, for work, and we get points and stuff. But if you mow the lawn, you're holding on to the mower. Yeah. So I didn't count the steps. I did the backyard, the whole thing last weekend. So you get a I got like fifty steps. One, and then you can have your hand swinging. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you really want to win, yeah. Don't you have a dog? Just yeah. Bar, if not borrow somebody's, and you strap it to his tail and make it happy. Wait a minute. Uh, I'll try that. See what kind of points I get. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the it's been dry for I didn't I didn't print it out uh, Dennis's dry deal. But um, if you're not watering, uh, you need to use very little fertilizer because fertilizer will literally dry out your lawn uh, because it's a salt it's a salt and if you don't believe it's a salt stick your finger in a bag of fertilizer and then put it to your tongue you it'll be salty Hmm. so uh, when we're low on water uh, fertilizer can uh, be a detriment but mo- most people that water, uh, they're, they're okay to use the regular amount, nineteen five nine. And it's more expensive, right, Trace? But is, because is, of the yeah. supply. Between the ingredients and the freight, yeah. it's gone up just a tad. <laughs> it's just one dang thing after another, as my old mama used to say. It says comply, Calvin says, comply with the drought restrictions in your community. If you're in San Antonio, you may water with a sprinkler once per week based on the last digit of your address. Uh, Between 7 and 11 and between 7 and 11 p.m. 
I'll, I'll have to use the PM thing. Hand watering is allowed at any time. Now, I'm using my sprinkler, you know, and just barely turning it on because you want it to be absorbed, the water to be absorbed and not run off. And I'm in such a shallow soil, or no soil, uh, that, that my sprinkler is working real good. Oh, good. Your tree hugger? Yeah. Tree uh, hugger. That may qualify as a uh, drip a drip line, and uh, I don't remember when when the drip line goes into the same category as the sprinkler does. I don't think it's three third stage. Yeah, but uh, yeah, drip, drip drip is a pretty efficient way to water. Yep. Kevin also writes: Snapdragons are being destroyed wow. by a fungus disease called rust. That, that's the same rust that gets on figs, isn't it? On the leaves. It's figs? a different rust. Different rust. But right. I mean, lot, lot. There's lots of rust, fungus rust. So my my wife wouldn't believe me two weeks ago when I told her, "Well, honey, your stock and your pansies, they got maybe a month more before they're gone." Until <laughs> last night. Oh no. Uh-oh. She said, "I think you were right." Uh, <laughs> Are they gone? They they will be. She said she's gonna come shop today. Oh, oh. and the snapdragons it, it just generally moves the the rust infection just moves yeah. down to where where the least air movement it starts there and mm-hmm. it just moves through through the whole. Bed. Now the little um, what else that y'all y'all like with those the Johnny jump ups or the yeah. Ours are still doing okay. They'll be gone by the end of the month, Milton. Oh man. Well. <laughs> They do. They do take it better than just regular pansies. Oh, do they? Okay. okay. I mean, I have pictures. But ni- ninety-five degree work. temperatures are pretty tough uh, on any in, of those. In, in July, you can have faith and go back and look at your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to show them, you the pictures. Give them some condolences. That's and good. That's plant some more next year. That's kind of what he did with See? those uh, with Sago palms. See, that wasn't. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Looks shade. Oh, looks like it's yeah. in the shade, though. I like that color. Oh, maybe too. a little. Yeah. So you might get another two weeks. All right. See. Uh, sure, extra two weeks. Brag on. <laughs> and what? What do you think Calvin said? Replace them with zinnias. That's the first thing mentioned, by the way. Okay. Vinca. Yeah. That's a good one. If you got if you got deer, there's only one plant that you can plant that the deer won't eat. Vinca. The flower. Vinca. Periwinkle. Four o'clock. We, four o'clock. Yeah, four o'clock. They're booming up a storm right now. Oh, okay. Moss roses and other flowers are blooming full sun in the summer. So, uh, yeah, uh, a lady came in yesterday, and <laughs> I, I, well, Calvin had to show her what the vincas look like. Yeah. I don't know what, I, I didn't ask her where she heard about it, but she asked for Vinca Periwinkle. Vinca Periwinkle. And uh, that's, I always use those two two together so p- some people get uh, get confused. I generally do the Periwinkle for the ground cover. Yeah. But it's I, I really haven't thought about the ground cover for a number of years. No, so when no. somebody asks for Vinca, I say the annual or the ground cover. Did no. they look at you funny? 
Or do they know uh, what you're talking about? About 50% of them look like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But did, our friend, our friend uh, uh, Trace, I think you know Dorothy Weedy, too, Master Gardener. I'm pretty sure I've met her a couple, yeah. two or three times. But she used to like the, the, the periwinkle uh, ground, ground cover. Ground? Yeah. Is that right? But then it, it always had a trouble. It was really nice in the spring, but it, into this time of the year, it would yeah. be faced with a, a virus. Uh, not, not a virus, probably fungus. a fungus disease. Yeah. Yeah. So I never had that problem. I had it for a long, long time, but my wife would call it the X-Files. There's a moth that seeks Vinca ground cover out. You're right. To raise babies, and it makes the folds the leaf up and, around them and eats it from the inside. Yeah. So you never know which one it's in. Kind uh, of, but you got to go pick them all off, and eventually you find the one he's in, and then you got to keep going back and looking. Yeah, you're right. That was uh, another thing. I need to look for the vinca moth on. Well, I don't know what to call it. Okay, but it was a, it's a moth. Hmm. Good yeah, and it was really quick once they started. Oh yeah, we have. When it happens, we got to go through all of ours every day. Otherwise, we won't have any left. <laughs> Uh-oh, here comes a big sack. Uh, did sure. you want to be on the air with us? Huh? Did you want to be on the air with us? We're on the radio, yeah. Hey, Ray, you want to be on the air? No. <laughs> I don't mind. All right, you uh, grab the mic, on. you'll be on the air, and these guys will be we'll able to help you. We'll let you be on there, too. What's you going on? You going to hold the mic? <laughs> what you got? Basically, I have three... Specimens here. One is what? Do you know what that is? Right now, hold it. There you go. This is a grafted kind of a. You don't want my advice. This is a, a grafted tree. We bought the property. It's in Wimberley, and uh, it produces a small fruit, about an inch and a half size, very tart. How big is the fruit? I mean the tree. Uh, uh, the tree is about fourteen feet. This is the branch off of it. This is another problem. Yeah, no, Trace is asking if it had thorns. No thorns. No, no thorns. Now this is this is lichen. This is not a not a problem. This is just growing on the surface there. In so fact, f- when you got this growing in your landscape, it indicates that your the pollution control situation <laughs> is great because lichen won't generally grow unless the okay. the air is pretty clear. But it, it it's not. It's not hurting the tree. It just grows. It's just a secondary. So do I trim it, cut it back? You don't have to unless you don't like the looks of it. Yeah, because it's a half and half. This is part of the tree. This is what the tree looks like. Uh-huh. And that's the other part of now, the tree. Now, I don't know what this is. Do you guys know what that is? Well, I thought it was a Mexican plum until they said it had no thorns. I thought Mexican plum until they said no thorns. So I'm well, I mean, sure at this point. I mean, that's it. There, there's no thorns on it. And uh, what's the shape of it? Is it a, kind of a rounded? Well, I have a picture of oh, it. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm still voting for Mexican plum. He just hasn't found the thorns. I'd... You could. Yeah, it does look like Mexican plum. Mexican plum is, does it, does it get bloom early in the spring? It blooms right after the pear tree. Okay, about the same. About the same. About the same time. Same time as the uh, our red. What's what's our pear? No, the other. The other. Red bud. Red bud. Yeah, about the same time about as the red. Same time. I think. I think Trace is right on that. So I it's think. called a Mexican 
I believe it's a Mexican plum, and if you look real hard, I bet you find some thorns. Either that or you can just go put your hand so on it. So the they'll, they'll find you. Uh, are they edible? Oh, yeah. Except they're usually the seed is pretty seed. big. But so they're, my, my they're, answer, about, they're about that big. My answer yeah. is you can make jelly. Okay. If you try to eat them, you're not going to be happy. The, bir- <laughs> the, birds, the birds like them. Yeah. Well, we found uh, that we have three yeah. of them in a row, and uh, the worst thing about them is having to mow around them. Yeah. Cause well, they're, so I, I prune them up a little uh, bit. Yeah, they're they're uh, wonderful habitat plants. You know, when you if you assess your your landscape and for wildlife habitat, a Mexican plum is okay. kind of pretty much of an all star. So what is that? I like that tree. That is this one balloon. Here it is, right here. That's the trunk. It's pretty common. We wanted to buy one today. It's not just a mesquite, is it? Pretty sure it's a mesquite. Okay, mesquite. All right. Yeah. Did it have a lot of thorns or a little bit of thorns? <laughs> I don't know. Thorns are a big. You got to make him go over there and run. <laughs> uh, <laughs> lean on there. Yeah. So it's got thorns. <laughs> no, they're all going to have thorns, but even the thornless varieties still have smaller thorns, just not okay. as many. So does it have beans? Does it have beans in the uh, after you know, uh, in the I fall? Don't really that. It's a it kind of looks like it's kind of a small. Oh, it's a small one. But what Jerry's talking about is the mosquitoes produces those beans that all another wildlife plant. Looks like snap beans. The deer really like the beans. Uh, Fourth question. (laughs) Fourth question. Uh, This moss that grows, that bumble moss, how do you get rid of that? It's terrible. (laughs) You're talking about ball moss? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. You can actually uh, spray a copper uh, sulfate kind of material on it uh, in February, and it'll, and it'll uh, gradually fall off. Yeah. Now, it, it's it's it just uh, it's a lot like your, uh, what was that? What lichen. Lichen, and it's not hurting the tree. Somebody told me that it's, it's the, the tree's way of pruning itself. Well, no, no, it's just a, the tree. No. That's what I heard. No, yeah. I don't think we've heard that. Have you ever Thank gone to Pleasanton? Oh, oh, you should. Well, <laughs> well it, the ball moss will grow even on utility wires. It grows wherever the air movement is limited and the moisture is high. So in the in the dips in Pleasanton, Texas. Okay. Yeah. In, yeah. So, so that it's one of its favorite places to grow are the inside of like live oak trees, especially those that have kind of gotten to their growth mm-hmm. limits. They, so they they're need not the, very. They need aggressive. the extra humidity that the canopy provides. Yeah. Um, but they're never a repercussion of a problem. It's, uh, yeah, they're not aesthetics. penetrating. They're just they're, they're just, just it's going act- on on the on the. It's, a, it's actually an unpretty bromeliad. So people buy bromeliads all the time. It's just an un, unpretty version. Yeah, but if Central. you if your wife doesn't like the way they look, she likes them. Hell with them. <laughs> Cut them off. So they make a great arts and crafts project. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You bet. Fifth question: Black black walnut. Well, here, let's do this. Oh no. We're gonna, we're gonna let you ask the question. We're gonna take a break. Sure. So we'll answer the question, but we're going to be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, 210-308-8867. Or come on by the nursery and be a part of the show. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer.
210-308-8867, Well, that was interesting. Yeah, he had a lot of interesting stuff. And then black walnuts were the last question he asked, which y'all basically told him were a futile effort. Yeah. But what were you saying about who was the person that sent him over his rootstock? Dr. Lower Shreve. Oh, okay. He's passed. Right. <laughs> yeah. well, I found it interesting that they made a statue of him, though. Yeah. Yeah. Out of out of black walnut wood? No, <laughs> I think he was he was buried in a, a walnut uh, casket. Well, of course that you know you as you go further north that black walnut is yeah, yeah. very expensive. Very yeah, it is valuable. But uh, they were very appreciative of him doing that. See, they're they're growing. Uh, uh, Carpathian walnuts are and Persian walnuts. See, then Lloyd tried to, to use that as a rootstock yeah. too. Didn't yeah, he? yeah. And it just wasn't successful with our with our uh, well, walnuts. It, 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 the bottom dies. I mean, lives the black original uh-huh. little black walnut, and um, the, the top, the Carpathians, Persian walnuts that they grow in California, you know, it's easy to shell. Uh, they got fungus diseases and everything else. Yeah. And, and uh, Shreve got them from all over the world. Uh, got some specimens. Yeah, he, he sure did go, go, go after some weird oh, <laughs> combinations. Yeah. Yeah. He, ne- he never turned, he never turned anybody down. I mean, anything they want to try. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, funniest thing was uh, your your old major professor, Dr. Lyons, who was kind of skeptical of everything yeah. the Lord did. He Understatement. Was, <laughs> but uh, he, he, we were talking about things we were doing on staff conference, and Laura uh, said uh, let that one he got a cooperator. That's going to try to grow a pinion pine orchard. Now you're talking about crazy. Where? Uh, uh Where at here? In, uh, no, and uh, yeah, he would go get pinion pines and, and grow those, and Lord working on how to germinate them and propagate them and everything else. And uh, <laughs> he, he was growing them, and he wanted to grow them in Uvalde, and. <laughs> Uh, 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 with that idea that somebody wanted to start an orchard, they're so so slow growing. And <laughs> well, those black walnuts aren't exactly whizzes. Yeah, either. right. I, I wanted to ask him how old the trees were, or how big they were. But uh, you, you know, uh, he Tony Zare out of Hondo, who's collected all the little walnuts for Doctor Free. But anyway, Lloyd was telling that to all the specialists over at A&M. And up jumps Calvin Lyons, your major professor, and says, Lloyd, that is the stupidest thing I have ever heard. <laughs> said, what moron have you got talked into growing an orchard of pinion pine? And he said... He oh, said, okay, we're, we're doing a radio show. You want to come on with us? It's easy. <laughs> yeah, sure, it's easy. I'm, I'm kind of 
<laughs> radio shy. No, I don't. Here, here, you're on the air, and, and just go ahead and start. What, what's going on? Oh. Are you on jury to quick finish? Oh, okay. Quick, well, no, 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 let's help her. Okay. okay, so I have an apple tree. Um, let me show you my photos, being that I get to be here live with you guys. Is it blooming? Um, it is. It has apples on it, and it... Um, I need to know why they're not getting very big. They're tiny little apples, and they haven't done much. So let me show you my picture. And I wanted to know what can I do different, or what am I doing wrong with it? Do you know what variety it is, what the name of it is? Well, here's the thing. Um, it's a special tree. It's got three different types of apples oh, grafted yeah. from a stem. You got it from Stark? Nursery? Let's see. I'm going to show you a little picture of it. Where did you get it? Um, it was a... Um, not on funny paper. Really. <laughs> no, it was a housewarming gift. Okay. Yeah, it was a housewarming gift, so let me show you. Do you, you know the three can, varieties can that it has? Well, the labels were on it. Um, where's my husband? He's, you think he, he kept the red label? I think Apple Crisp, maybe Gala, and I don't know the other one. Oh. But it's the apples are kind of small, and I can't. Well, they see would be at this time of the year. Well, but they don't get bigger. Like last year, this tiny little apple was small, and then it fell right off the tree. Yeah, well, you can't count. You can't count last year. No, oh. because, because you got we had those two February freezes, uh-huh. which kind of wiped everything out. All the young fruit, the blooms were dis- disrupted, and the young fruit fell off. So okay. you're you got it. You're kind of starting from scratch okay. now now and you got a you got a complex situation here because some of those yeah pretty some of those varieties you mentioned do really well uh-huh. here because uh, we we've got enough cold weather some of the other ones don't so you're always going to kind of have a challenge if you've got more than one variety on how many little apples do you have on uh, about the each, 14. On each tree? Uh, well, f- well, it's all together, all on one. Like I said, they're all three grafted on one branch. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you got 14? 14 apples, yeah. And and they're like that size, and I've been watering it now for two weeks, and the size of the apples haven't changed. Well, they're slow growing. I, I'd, I'd give it some more time. Give it some more time. So is there anything in particular I could do, something? I'm giving it fertilizer and a lot of water. Well, how often should I water Don't give any more fertilizer. Okay, how much water should I be giving it? Well, you can't. You really can't give it too much water when it's 95 no. degrees out like that, when it's got fruit on there. Well, once, once a week is... Okay, and that's about what I've been doing. Water. I've been saturating it for about 30 minutes at the bottom of the trunk. Is that okay. about right? Yeah. How long have you had it? Uh, about a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a baby tree, but I don't know how. Even when I first got it, it had about five, six apples on it. Give, why don't okay. you give it another half hour, an hour, hour once a week? Oh, okay. One when, hour once a week yeah, of with water? Yeah, with this 100 degree. Okay, and no more fertilizer. No, not, not not this time of year. Fertilize it in the fall. Oh, you. okay. Okay. Yeah, and you're doing right putting the water right at the base. Of the okay, tree. perfect. All right, guys. Good well, luck. thank you. You did good. Awesome. And uh, so she could have used the. I didn't. I didn't have a microphone, but oh, you're, she could use the tree hugger. She could have the tree hugger sprinkler. Yeah, to water right by the base. Yeah, I thought uh, about that. Oh, you should have said something. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, we'll tell you that the uh, if you're not familiar with what the tree hugger sprinkler is, we will tell you. Uh, it's an award-winning sprinkler. It's a uh, 
Uh, it has uh, it's plastic. It kind of has a hinge on it, so it could wrap right around the trunk. Um, you can get it in seven inch, eleven inch, or fifteen inch, and then you can turn. She she would have just turned it on just a little bit, so it watered the uh, the but, root ball. Yeah, root ball. Yeah, but not if she just ran it for half an hour. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but and I I don't necessarily am able to wrap it around. I just open it up. I know. Uh, you just you do it differently. <laughs> Follow the instructions. The label says to wrap it around. I, I can't. The, the trunk is But you still like it. So that's but good. her fruit looked pretty nice. Yeah, it did. I, I'm, I'm more amazed that she was being successful with apples. Yeah. And, and grafted ones with three on. I've never... Anytime I get more than one thing, somebody wins. Yeah. yeah. One one wins. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's You're right. right. That's, that's my but, reaction, too. And uh, the varieties she named were not too bad. Caleb good. was good. Stark, used to, Stark Nursery out of Missouri used to do a lot of those. And, uh, of course, they put... Uh, High, ch- high chill. Uh, what was variety. the third one? G- Gala, Stark, and... Oh. I can't remember what else. <laughs> By uh, the way, the uh, Tree Hugger Sprinkler is here at Mill Burgers in all different sizes. And you can learn more by going to uh, treehuggersprinklers.com. Treehuggersprinklers.com. But, yeah, so that would have been a good example. Of it's well built, too. Yep. Even, heavy, even heavy, Jeremy couldn't break it. Heavy plastic. Yeah. And you, right. got, and you want to be generous with it, like Jerry and, uh, has been talking about. And you, you don't release much water at once, but, mm-hmm. but you are generous in terms of the time. Mm-hmm. And it uh, works pretty well. I bar- you, you barely need to turn my faucet on uh, to get a squirt out of the hole. Okay. Uh, four inches. Just high. like Just like a drip line. Yeah, just like a drip line. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call. Sorry, what else is going on, guys? We had that question that popped up. You were finishing something up. Yeah, uh, uh, I was going to tell you who that idiot was that uh, that Calvin Lyons was talking about that wanted to plant black a walnut. Pinion. Uh, back to the walnut. Pinion plant. Oh, no, we're pin- oh, I'm sorry. I'm even out of it. <laughs> Pinion plant. And so Dr. Shreve said, uh, it's Mr. Evans. It's Mr. Evans. He's working with Mr. Evans. And that shut Calvin down because, and I, and I was just sitting in Calvin back. Lyons. Yeah. Calvin oh, okay. <laughs> and that, that was, uh, I was sitting there and I said, Calvin, uh, Milton, I mean, uh, Calvin Lyons. I said, you know, it's that guy that his name is on the library of Texas A&M. Oh, dear. That's given millions of dollars to. So that's the idiot you're talking about. I shut him down. I'm not sure if you donate that much money, you prefer to be called the idiot. <laughs> well, lo- luckily, well, not luckily, but he's passed away. Okay. He also paid for Dr. Shreve to go to China. Oh, and I always talk about Dr. Shreve, but he, uh, when Shreve got back, he'd been keeping account of the money he'd spent. And he gave Mr. Evans uh, the extra money he had, gave it, returned it to him. Huh. And Mr. Evans said, you're the only one 
in my life that's ever done hmm. that. Wow. He was honest as his day is long. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control can help you Get rid of uh, whatever's bugging you in your house, especially uh, we notice right now people are complaining about uh, ants in their house, uh, ants outside. Uh, ants in their pants? I don't, they haven't called and complained about oh. that yet, but uh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> but uh, go to uh, GoSpiderManPest.com, go, go GoSpiderManPest.com. I recommend that because, one, you can find out all the services they do. Too, you can find out all the great reviews they have, and you'll see a theme in there that people absolutely love working with them because they they work. They uh, they get the uh, they consult with you. They find out what you want to do, how you want to do it, uh, and they will um, work with you to uh, make sure you understand it. They'll also help you to look at the problem holistically, and uh, so that you're kind of solving what's causing it. Like Jerry was joking about food left out on the counter and stuff like that. Uh, but sometimes it's something that's more, much more complicated than that. But they'll figure it out, and that's the key to keeping them out uh, by having the pest control company. They're like pest control consultants, but they're going to treat too. So 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or go SpidermanPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Yeah. Yes, sir. yes, sir. I'm looking at uh, one of Neil Spears' questions and answers that he got in his paper. Uh, <laughs> the uh, somebody wrote in and said uh, we had we had a 15-gallon yopon holly planted last fall. I noticed a couple of weeks ago that it had dead, dead leaves more than halfway down from the top. The bottom leaves are still green. Do you have any idea what might have happened? Can it still be saved? And uh, Neil answers that I have a perfect idea of what happened because I've lived through the same bad dream. Your plant got too dry. Had you waited one more day to water it, you probably would have lost it entirely. If the top has not offered to put out new growth by now, trim it and shape it and let it uh, fill back in. I saw that uh, during a previous drought uh, at the entrance of my uh, neighborhood. They planted a young tree about a year ago and uh, it died. We were doing the drought, they didn't water it, and it died in the top but not in the bottom. And eventually, of course, they had to take it out. Uh, he says, hollies do not wilt, so we can easily see when they're getting exceedingly dry. It's always better to water if we have any doubt. All new hollies should be watered every two or three days from now through October. And he says he uses a water bubbler. And I use a sprinkler. Tree hugger. Tree hugger. Uh, 
and I put five to ten gallons of water each on each plant each time. Um, so even the plants that you think are adapted to, to this area are can withstand a drought, they can only do that after they've been established two to three years. And uh, you better be watering those things right at the base so you can keep that root ball moist until mm-hmm. it can get out and roots out into the soil. Are you saying that when it's 95 to 100 degrees out there and there's hardly any soil, that it's a real challenge for a plant? <laughs> hardly any soil? <laughs> you know, I, I was t- talking a couple of weeks ago about the, the forest write-up about how to, how to uh, tell if you got moisture in the soil. And they were saying stick a... Let's see, what is that? I, uh, screwdriver. Right. Uh, eight to ten inches into the soil. And I said, I'd have to have a, bl- a blasting. <laughs> I would have to blast the whole eight to ten inches to where my citrus is. And so um, it's, it's kind of hard. You can, you can rest assured. That if you planted plants, uh, trees, hollies, shrubs, anything, for less than two years, in the last last two years, you better be watering that thing. Uh, Nia say every every two to three days at the base to so keep that root ball. Uh, and the reason you have to wait, the reason you have to do it for two to three years is because when the subsoil is dry, I don't think uh, many roots can penetrate it. So they can't get a root system out to gather water. And uh, so that's that's what to keep in mind. It's a, somebody said, uh, all my elephant ears have died. No. And there's nothing more pitiful than an elephant without ears. No. It's terrible. Uh, especially those African elephants. Do they have bigger ears? Bigger ears. Oh, okay. Big flat ears. Uh, when I scratch the surface, they look like mashed potatoes. That's a bad sign. <laughs> Scratching the surface of what the bulb? The bulb. Oh, I can't. Somehow I can't envision that. Can you? If they if they freeze, mashed potatoes. The, yeah. Well, they're soft and most of them like p- p- papayas when they yeah, sink yeah. down into the ground. Most of the time, <laughs> most of the time they're uh, they stink. You know, have a unusual odor. Because you and Milton wouldn't be able to detect that. Uh, they have been in the ground for all about five years. Could it be that I've watered them too much? Mm. No, they froze. Uh, no. Or what is Neil if you, if you did water them, <laughs> uh, th- they would have that same mushy appearance. And Neil writes, I normally would have expected freeze damage. 
if you had told me this one year ago. However, if they survived the winter 16 months ago, that would not be the case. Overwatering may be the possibility, although they are well adapted to more soil. I don't have any better idea. However, I would suggest reworking the soil and starting with new tubers. Um, I always like, it just amazes me how people underestimate or uh, how much water they're applying. Yeah. I always like them to dig into that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and it, and, no and pun if, intended. If you can't, you know, if it's so dry you can't dig into it, that means you need to water. <laughs> Yeah, when you when you stick your finger in to check the thought marsh, if it breaks your finger, yeah, or, or your screwdriver, and she can be the screwdriver. I think that was writ, uh, written for East Texas, uh, where they have deeper soil. Uh, <laughs> said I I I planted a Meyer lemon in a large pot. It bloomed, but all the little lemons are falling. Oh, that's sad. Now, citrus, all, most, I'd say all citrus, uh, have a fruit drop. If they set a lot of fruit, uh, when they get about the size of a marble, uh, they will self-thin themselves. Now, that doesn't mean they do a complete job of it. So I, I still say you need to take some off if you've had... Uh, over 30 or 40 lemons on a small tree. Well, big trees, uh, we've had some calls from people that had big trees and had bushels of lemons on the same tree. Uh, they may be aborting because they were not pollinated. That's, uh, I don't think so. What are we talking about? Uh, lemons. Le- lemons, Meyer lemons. Okay. Was there bee activity around them while the tree was blooming? I don't think the pollination was a problem. I, th- I think, like I say, they have a natural, they have a natural fruit drop, which usually doesn't take enough fruit off. But this, uh, this I would thing, also be suspicious of it drying out in between. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I concur. Yeah, and he said the other possibility would be if the tree got too dry one or more times after the fruit set. So now you know, he agrees with us. Huh? Is this who's this? Neil. Okay, so he agrees with you. Yeah. Plants will drop Parsley. their fruit in an effort to survive the dry periods. So uh, you got got to watch that, especially if you're in. Um, in in uh in containers and where could they find a meyer lemon they can find a meyer lemon <laughs> here by the hundreds huh? I, I bought well obviously i didn't get enough limes <laughs> uh, or not got enough limes i didn't get enough oranges but they, they limited me yeah they, they know yeah. they know my uh habit of buying everything they got <laughs> so uh, i used both suppliers i got as many oranges as i could and i bought every lemon and lime that they let me have there you go. You did good, but uh, got you've got improved mire, right? Yes, we do. Uh, and it, the some in, some in bush and some not in bush. Oh, in bloom, you mean? No, bush, bush versus little tree. Oh, okay. Is the bush the dragon thing or no? Uh, I, I think the dragons are gone. Yeah. Um, okay. 
I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how they do. Uh, Which ones, the dragons? Yeah, the dragon uh, rootstock. I think he should have bought one. That's, yeah. <laughs> but uh, remind me the next time I get him, I'll make him buy one. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping, hoping mine will come back. You know, I'm nursing them back, and I'm hoping they're going to be the satsumas that I planted. But we'll just see. They, they, they've set, shot that uh, sprout from the ground up over the roof of the house. One, one stem straight up. That's. Doesn't sound good. Yeah, it doesn't. But there's no thorns on it. That sounds good. <laughs> and there's uh, the, it, it looks like it's got the right leaves on it. That's, you've got two pluses and a minus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this this person. This is one plus then, right? <laughs> That's I was trying to do the math. Too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I have ten fingers. <laughs> uh, got a question uh, yesterday. That I was getting ready to read and went off the air. We have two minutes, so you want to <laughs> I better you hurry. Save that or? Uh, lady girl from uh, Cindy Armstrong and from Austin said, Brown dead grass patches in St. Augustine. We've heard, had that a lot. Said, Hi, I've checked with some other comments about brown grass patches but wanted to ask my own question because I have two different areas to ask about that aren't acting exactly the same way. One area is circular, is a circular dead area that keeps widening out, still in a circle. Hmm. It's in my neighbor's yard, but it started to encroach on mine, so it's time to do something. The other issue I have... One minute. (laughs) The other issue... other issue that I have is uh, some areas that look dry and brown but aren't completely dead like the circular area. I have previously added peat moss to my, to my dry brown areas and maybe they're better because they're completely cured but not completely cured. I don't know if I need to do more peat or something else to help. All right, you got 30 seconds to answer this, or less too, than that. Too late to do peats, too hot. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the dead areas is a take-all patch, and I think that the uh, circular areas that have some green in them is brown patch. It'd be nice to know when they both started, if yeah. they at the same time or different times. Yeah. All right, we'll address it next week. To tease uh, <laughs> with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on the answer. <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.